and gentlemen, 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, which means that it's time for the other podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCain. And I'm not. Hello, folks. It's the other guy on the other podcast here, John Hogan, live and direct from exotic Valdosta, Georgia. How are you doing this evening, Diana? I am doing just great. It's my husband's birthday, so I'm very, very mellow. Mm. <laughs> How many glasses of wine? Only one, but um, <laughs> it, it's a really good Zin. <laughs> oh, okay, then. No, white wine, then. No, no, no. Zinfandel. Zinfandel. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, anyways. Yeah, yeah. You have to specially modify Zinfandel to make it white. Oh, okay. Got yeah, it. yeah. It. It's, it's a really cheapo way to make a lot of money. Well, uh, speaking of uh, uh, cheapo ways to make money, you can find my good friend John Hoag's blog at hoagwash.com. Stacy, on the other hand, has been known to blog at theothermccain.com and other fine spots around the interwebs. And Diana blogs uh, occasionally. Tell us about that. Um, I blog on my commercial website, dealyadvancement.com. I comment mostly on nonprofit world and occasionally, when irritated enough, about Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, how's the, uh, the world going in uh, exotic in, uh, Valdosta? Yeah. Uh, well, we've had a weird few weeks. We had on Thursday night, we had a standoff with a um, a, a man had beaten up his girlfriend and then called for an ambulance, then um, kept her inside, would not come out of the house, attempted to barricade the place, and uh, the police arrived. Um, I did not know we had a tactical robot, um, but we did. Upscale down in Valdosta. I know, I know. I've got to talk to the chief about this next time I see her. Um, we also had a dead person found behind an apartment building. The I'm not entirely sure what was going on there. In fact, nobody seems to be sure. Um, they The police were called because a woman had uh, noticed that it looked like somebody had tried to break into her apartment. And she was like, um, could you guys come and make sure that I'm like safe? And while they were inspecting, they found a body in back. Oh. I mean, the lady, the woman had nothing to do with this, but there's a body behind the apartment building. Nobody has any idea what's going on here. Well, and you notice uh, the, the closest large city to where I live is Baltimore, and none of this would have made a blip. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't have. But here we pay attention to these things. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, speaking of things we're paying attention to. Or uh, at least uh, Stacy gets wound up about. Well, anyways, uh, the college football season kicked off today. And I'm going to make my fearless Wait forecast. a minute. Wait a minute. I'm Let me to... finish with the big news here. No, no, no. The important game starts at uh, at the bottom of the hour. Uh, and it, I'm predicting that Vanderbilt will uh, beat Hawaii in Nashville. Okay. That okay. would be uh, that would be a, a slight change. As I was saying, the college football schedule kicked off today in of all places Dublin, Ireland, uh, yes. where uh, the de facto home team, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish defeated mm -hmm. Navy forty-two to three. So, uh, oh, good uh, the, lord! The, yeah, the U.S. <laughs> Navy has uh, suffered losses in the Battle of Dublin. So. Bad birthday. The midshipmen. The midshipmen took it in the shorts. Here, yeah. I, I hear. Yeah, 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 the block a, bad, a, a bad birthday present for some folks. Meanwhile, yes. in the uh, <laughs> NFL. Uh, they're still playing preseason games. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, who was traded from Green Bay, you know, mm -hmm. um, left Green Bay for the New York Jets. Uh, he, he's uh, 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 His Jets are leading the New York Giants. Uh, I guess it's a home game for both teams in, in a sense. But uh, mm -hmm. anyways, uh, 14 to nothing uh, as they uh, are in the second Quarter. Also in the second quarter, the Cincinnati Bengals are leading the Washington Commanders 10 to 7. Um, uh, earlier this week, let's see what happened. Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, the Bills beat the Bears, the Packers beat the Seahawks, the, the Chiefs edged out the Browns, the Cardinals beat the Vikings. The Steelers absolutely stomped the crap out of the Falcons, twenty-four to nothing. Uh, the Colts defeated the Eagles, uh, twenty-seven to three. The Lions beat the Panthers, twenty-six to seven. The Titans, of all people, beat my New England Patriots, twenty-three to seven. He sticks and his tongue out. And this, the <laughs> L.A. Chargers, they used to be San Diego, they but the San Chargers. Diego. This is just wrong. The Chargers beat the 49ers. Um, what? Uh, oh, times have changed. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's preseason. This doesn't mm. count. But uh, mm. what does count, by the way, the biggest draft bust in NFL history has apparently uh, finally <laughs> came out. Um uh, Trey Lance, uh, who was in, in 2021. Uh, what is that background noise? What is that sound? I have no idea. Is your daughter it, listening to something? No, it was coming from my laptop. I, okay. I keep trying to convince oh. him he's supposed to turn his speaker okay, off. Okay, well, I didn't I didn't realize that there was a, a an embedded video, but uh, uh. but in 2020, so San Francisco 49ers traded their number 12 pick in the first round, plus their 2022 first round pick, plus mm. their 2023 first round picks. That's three first mm. round picks in order to move up to number three in the draft order. 
and they drafted Trey Lance out of North Dakota. What? Uh, Trey Lance, uh, he, he was a complete failure. Uh, and mm. I, he didn't play much during his first season. And in the second game last year, he broke his ankle. And Ow. this year, he got beaten uh, out for the backup quarterback job behind Brock Purdy. Uh, oh. Got beaten out. Uh, by uh, I, I can't even remember the guy's name, but the point is, is that uh, he he couldn't even make the backup quarterback at San uh, Francisco, and so mm. he was traded to the Dallas Cowboys for <sighs> a fourth round pick next year. Okay, mm. they traded three number ones for this guy. I don't and know. Then they traded him away for a fourth round pick. So, so it was a complete failure, by the way, uh, you know, it's, this, uh, happens so often, uh, but, uh, I'm going to start sounding like my brother. If I start reading <laughs> like this, uh, it, my, my brother's not very happy with the, uh, but speaking of family relations, well, you know, <laughs> everybody, you know, everybody, here in America, even the alleged indigenous people are the descendants of somebody who came maybe 20,000 years ago, but somebody who came from another continent. Mm -hmm. um, human beings are not native to North America. Um, no. And no, and for example, uh, my great to the eighth grandparents came here from Scotland in 1680. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, and thereby improved both countries. Yes, in fact, <laughs> because because of the actually because of the their Viking heritage. But that gets we'll but, get there. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll get there. But but the point is is that we're all either immigrants or the uh, or the descendants of immigrants. But it turns mm -hmm. out that New York City just isn't dealing with this very well. <laughs> uh, but, the Post reports that 82% of New Yorkers uh, are upset and think it's a serious problem to have all these <laughs> migrants coming to town. And Welcome to the party, pal. And almost 60% of them want, want, want the, the flow to be shut off. Mm -hmm. um, now, uh, I vaguely remember, for at least for the last 20 years or so, <laughs> no politics. human being is illegal. Yes, uh, the, the 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 New York City politicians, I mean, and uh, you know, being consistently elected and then reelected on this idea <laughs> that the city should be a sanctuary city for illegal immigrants, and boy, mm. are the people of New York getting what they voted for, good and hard. And, you know, it's like H.L. Mencken would be just smiling and laughing over the Probably. Reading that yeah. story. On the other hand, some of us, you know, are, are the descendants of people who came a little sooner, a little sooner than uh, yesterday. Yes. And uh, so I talked about mine. Stacy, I hear you've been learning more about yours. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to give me the music cue? Uh, which oh! See, you're no. supposed to have the no, music up for me. I come from the land of the ice and snow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Anyways, okay. So much for our Led Zeppelin renditions. Uh, the headline of the post for it. is a music <laughs> cue immigrant song, and it features an image of a statue of my illustrious ancestor, Rollo the Viking. Rollo. 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 Okay, okay. Well, I Rolfler. can't pronounce it correctly. No but one can. I can't look. either. What he has was, enough trouble with English. Give him some slack. What happened was <laughs> is that my son Jefferson uh, texted me and asked me, what, you know, because I had done some genealogical research. Mm. And so I picked oh, yeah. up the phone and called him and, and um, was telling him what I knew. And, and he explained to me that what got him started on this kick uh, was that his girlfriend's family can trace their ancestry to William the Conqueror, uh, which I'm told is not actually that rare. Uh, uh, no, it isn't. Mathematically uh, With speaking, my sort of luck, I probably can trace my ancestry back to somebody um, embarrassing like Prince John. Yeah. Well, anyways, but uh, you know, you give somebody a thousand years or so, and they well, or get a, get a Mormon in the family, and oh, there uh, you go. Oh, it was exactly. Even. It was their website that they they were use that he was using, and so anyway. Well, so, I mean, in, in, in our case, uh, the Mormon pushed the thing back to baptismal records when Vikings converted in the ninth century when they wow. came to Normandy. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I was telling my son, uh, you know, that I I had that you know my son has always known that my great grandfather Winston Wood Bolt. Uh, was a private in the 13th Alabama Infantry and captured mm -hmm. at Gettysburg. Um, now, his daughter was my grandmother, Perlonia Bolt McCain. Uh, and so, Well, anyway, so I was telling Jefferson what I had on that, and he, he uh, plugged it into the uh, Internet uh, search engine there and, and traced it through the Eastwood line, through the Thorpe family, to the Robbins family of New Jersey, of all places, mm. and then all the way back to the Potter family of Connecticut. Mm -hmm. well, As opposed to the Potter family of Massachusetts, which is my wife's descent. Uh-oh, mm. we might be cousins. Because, <laughs> well, anyways. Well, that's Connie, not me. All right. Well, anyways, okay. Well, that you 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 know, see, you figure it out, and we're all cousins sooner or later. But uh, oh, but, I'm my own sixth cousin. But anyways, they explained to, uh, that the Potter line in England, uh, when mm -hmm. you get back to about the 12th century, that is the 1100s, the family mm -hmm. name is actually Poitier. Uh, it's Poitier. a French name. Poitiers. Just yeah. like the battle outside of the village of Poitiers. We yes. call it Poitiers because we can't speak French. <laughs> but my son was able to trace it all the way back to a, a Norman crusader, a family of Norman crusaders, Bohemond III of Antioch. <laughs> These crusaders actually became the rulers of Antioch in Asia mm -hmm. Minor. Um, uh, Bohemond was known as the Stammerer uh, mm -hmm. for, for some reason. Look, but, I'm 12 generations removed from the uh, guy who actually uh, had the uh, uh, 
a baron uh, was a, actually a baron in Scotland. So, you know, it, yeah, you could trace him on back. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, but Bohemond is a direct descendant of Rollo, the Viking warrior who conquered Normandy. Oh, wait. And as I, as I wrote that down, it suddenly dawned on me that Rollo, another of Rollo's descendants is Nor, uh, 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 uh um, William the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. So of that course. my son and his girlfriend are cousins. Only at a distance. Well, Very distant. Well, but, but no, my, my, my mother and my father were, it turned out, had no idea uh, dur- during my father's lifetime that they were fifth cousins. So I'm, my own, I'm serious, I'm my own sixth cousin. Yes, well, my, my mother and father were actually closer than that because uh, they were third cousins once removed. Oh, but that, that, let's see, that once, once you start the once removed stuff, it gets a little dicey. The consanguinity well, doesn't there's count. There's three and a half generations between them, but, mm-hmm. but, Speaking of my illustrious forebears, as I as I go through this, it, it go, I started digging around um, <laughs> after finding Rollo the Viking in my uh, uh, family tree. I I uh, asked my uh, uh, son to take a look at the ancestry of my maternal grandfather, Hermit Island Kirby. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, my mother was a Kirby, and so mm-hmm. um, uh, it was able to trace this back to the Kirby's of Virginia, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, I, I don't, I lost track of the generations. Let's see, this would be my great, great, great grandfather. Um, uh, was born in Pennsylvania County, Virginia, in 1785. His grandfather was John Kirby, who was born in Virginia in 1735, who married Jemima Bowling, whose mm-hmm. great-grandfather was Colonel Robert Bowling. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an ancestor of mine so prominent. Uh, and at this he, point, I'm doing the I'm doing the historical dance, historical dance. <laughs> yes, right, right, right. He had his own Wikipedia page. He uh, does. Yes, and, and his plantation, uh, you can see. So, so uh, it's it's uh, up in uh, Virginia, and uh, one of these days I might go visit it, but. Uh, uh, but anyways, it turns out that his that uh, Robert Bowling's first wife mm-hmm. was the granddaughter of Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. However, I am not descended from Pocahontas. I I, I just want to make clear I'm not going to do any kind of Elizabeth Warren type thing here because mm-hmm. my ancestor Bowling was. Mm-hmm the son of the second marriage because Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Robert Bowling's first wife, uh, the granddaughter of Pocahontas, died in uh, shortly after the birth of their only son. And so, Mm -hmm. and so then he remarried and, and my ancestor is the son of the second marriage. And it's, it's very interesting. And stiff. Stiff. Yes. And And stiff. stiff. 
Right. Anyways, and, and, uh, but this is known among genealogists, this fact that Bowling had uh, first married Pocahontas's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, it, there's two branches of the family, the red Bowlings and the white mm-hmm. Bowlings, you see. Mm-hmm. And on the red Bowling side, among others, uh, is Edith Wilson, Woodrow mm-hmm. Wilson's second wife. Yeah. Uh, well, the... Um, in my family, on my side of the uh, Bowling family tree, is uh, Robert E. Lee's wife, which I thought was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Who was um, also who was also related to Martha Custis, who was, uh, of course, right. uh, George Washington's right. wife. Yes, and so and so it's all kin folks, you see here. But then I found out that one of Colonel Robert Bowling's descendants was da 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 da. George W. Bush. Okay, so George W. Bush is my cousin. Well, I'll just mm-hmm. call you the other Boeing. Yeah, well, anyways, but I told my daughter Reagan about this, and she said, we're cousins of both John McCain and George Bush. We're getting nothing out of it. This nepotism thing isn't working for us. So. Well, you know. <laughs> I thought that was well shot. Like, what's the point? We're not. We, we don't get anything out of it, you know. But it's you know, it's nobody gets anything out of their ancestry except maybe a sense of either pride or shame. Yeah, <laughs> get well, over it, you know. Well, I'm not going to talk about the one ancestor uh, from Connecticut in the uh, uh, that uh, t- that I whose history. Uh, I discovered while searching this. Well, <laughs> at least, at least, uh, while I have one ancestor, uh, my great great grandfather, who was a murder victim, at least uh, none of my ancestors that I can find uh, were hanged. So uh, let me put it this oh, way: oh. I was a, from a. I come from a long line of bog trotters. About the most exciting thing any of our my ancestors appear to have done is leave the old country. Um, I am descended from Sir John Cope, but his reputation is somewhat cloudy. Yeah. Sir John who? Cope, C-O-P-E, my mother's maiden name. Mm. Well, speaking of, uh, so we did, we've done Pocahontas. Now let's switch to some other kinds of Indians. <laughs> oh, other, the other Indians. Okay. Yes, the other Indians. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, gosh, that was so great. Did you, did you? I, I, oh, I've sat there and I watched that. Did you, um, watch it, the fun- did, did you watch it live? Yeah. And the funniest okay. thing was when they, the, they had the little inset of uh, Prime Minister Modi uh, sitting there watching, and he's got his hands folded. It, it was just charming. Yeah. Well, uh, and in fact, I, they had a uh, like a uh, highlights reel that they, the Indian uh, Space Research Organization posted. What we're talking about is India became the fourth country to actually land on the moon safely, and uh-huh. they now they now have a rover going around at low speed in the vicinity of the lunar south pole. And if you want to actually see, uh, I mean, the Indians, I mean, earlier this week, the Russians were trying to make a soft landing in the area. And and augured in. (laughs) Yeah, and crashed. The Indians uh, became the the fourth country to actually soft land something there. Uh Um, We did the first soft landing, then the Russians and the Chinese, then um, now 60 years behind us, the Indians. 
Um, yep. But the hysterical thing is that the Russians, they, they actually sort of fired themselves into the, into the moon. It, it actually is kind of funny if you look at it. Well, yeah, I mean, telemetry. it's just a complete screw up. But anyway, if you go to hoglash.com, there's a link to like the, the uh, Indian Space Research Organization's highlight reel of the landing. And you can actually mm -hmm. see the camera uh, pointed down. You'll actually see uh, recording the video that uh, Diana watched. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the other Indians have been busy this past week as well. Yay. Yay. Now, before we get to the bottom of the hour i want to touch the you bottom <laughs> of the hour we now have to deal with bicycle bicycle I need, I need to talk to you about rule five again <laughs> oh come on man oh come on <laughs> she's a little on the thick side but she's kind of cute uh, uh, the headline was the headline this week was they're canceling big butts. Uh, oh, you're going to take me home tonight. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, uh, the the news uh, broke this week that a, a an online connection and it turned out to be kind of a a, a, a red herring. Uh, but uh, a new version of uh, Queen's Greatest Hits Online does not include the song Fat Bottom Girls. Okay. Left uh, alone uh, with Big Fat Fanny. Yes. She was such a naughty nanny. There may be some reasons for that. Well, it turns <laughs> out that this was a... a, a, a an online service for, for kids. And so mm -hmm. it, the song might not have been appropriate for them, uh, but I <laughs> illustrated it uh, as, and then um, quoted uh, Ann Driscoll's question, wondering if Sir Mix-a-Lot will be able to escape the PC police. Okay. <laughs> Probably because, not. You know, uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Stacy, though, you need to tell some of the people who might be newbies to the podcast. What does Rule 5 say? Yes, Rule 5 is everybody loves a pretty girl. Mm -hmm. And it uh, is kind of a formula for uh, commercial success. As a blogger. As a blogger. It's <laughs> from a post called How Do We Get a Million Hits on Your Blog. Yes, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, my first year uh, of full-time blogging at theothermccain.com, uh, I, I got a million page views uh, mm. in my first year. And I wrote a, 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 a post about how to get a million hits on your blog. And one took of me the, a year and a half to do it. And one of the things was, um, uh, one of the things was uh, everybody, one of the five rules was everybody loves a pretty girl, uh, which mm -hmm. is uh, a, a formula of marketing that apparently Hollywood uh, can't seem to uh, uh, <laughs> seem to have forgotten Although, uh, but anyways, but, uh, but I, I, I talked about, uh, uh, you know, the fact that uh, back during the Monica Lewinsky scandal, uh, everyone in the newsroom, you know, uh, you know, I, all my conservative friends in the newsroom at the Washington Times were ragging uh, Bill Clinton because he was hitting on a fat girl. And I was like, wait a minute there, where I come from, you know, some of us boys don't mind a gal. With a little bit more cushion for the pushing, if you know what I mean. And, and we think uh, you do. <laughs> and I think you do. 
Um, but yeah, you know, a girl who looks like she knows how to cook some biscuits and gravy. No, actually more like consume the biscuits and gravy. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, she has gorgeous skin. She does. Give her, exactly. give her that much credit. And she wasn't ugly. Monica Lewinsky yeah. was, was. She had a nice glow about her. She did. Yes, and, you know, and and like I said, you know, a little more junk in the trunk there. But um, on the other hand, things could be worse. Oh, no. <laughs> things could be worse, but I'm trying not to imagine them. What I can imagine, though, is that people would think enough of your blogging to want to support it. And there is a way they can do this, Stacey. Tell them about the yellow button. Yes, uh, folks, if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice near the top of the center column the yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can donate dollars, pesos, euros, yen, shekels, whatever currency you got, except Russian rubles. Uh, uh, can be accepted as PayPal donations to help support the blog to help support this podcast and, of course, to keep my wife happy because she likes it when I make money off of this and keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hoguash.com. I don't have a yellow button, but I do have in the sidebar over on the right, at the top of the sidebar over on the right, an icon of a tip, John a tip, uh, I used to be a radio announcer and could talk, tip jar. <laughs> uh, if you click on the tip jar icon, you'll be taken away to my PayPal account where you can support Hogwash or this podcast or both, or you can just be nice and send me a donation. I'd like that too. Uh, you can also uh, scroll down and click on the link to the Hogwash store, and you'll be taken away to where you can spend all sorts of your nice hard-earned cash on things branded remotely uh, in ways associated with the blog. Or you can use the Amazon affiliate shopping links that you'll find at both our blogs. Uh, if you shop at an Amazon affiliate link uh, that a blogger has on the internet, Amazon gives the blogger a small cut of the action, which is something nice that Amazon does to support the blogosphere. Regardless of how you choose to support us, Please remember the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Indeed, we would be very pleased if you would. Stacy, though, we're going to move on with the rest of the show. <laughs> and I'm just going to get this out of the way now. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. Whenever there's a problem, a problem around Adventure Bay. Ryder and his team of pups. Come and save the day. Marshall, Bubble, Chase, Rocky, Zuma, Sky. Yeah, they're on the way. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, whenever you're in trouble. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. No job's too big, no pups too small. Paw Patrol, we're on a roll. So here we go. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, Paw Gosh, that's so horrible. Yeah. What uh, is with the, the way he says pups? There's something vaguely disturbing. I, I, just, about. 
I just love the enunciation on the song. It's, 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 he's so into it. The singer is it's just so into it, you know. And his team but of pups. Anyways, the and reason. You, and you almost don't detect that it's a Canadian accent. The reason. He doesn't say uh, out or we about. Play the Paw Patrol theme is, is as an introduction to news about CNN because uh, CNN's ratings are so low. They uh, occasionally get beaten out by reruns of Paw Patrol, a children's cartoon on Nickelodeon. And so the, the headline is a smoking gun next to a bloody corpse. Joe Biden is guilty, guilty, guilty. And it features CNN host Jake Tapper, who uh, last week admitted that former President Donald Trump was right during the 2020 presidential debates when he accused then presidential candidate Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, of accepting large amounts of foreign money. Mm -hmm. And so, so I actually embed the video where, where, where uh, finally, here we are halfway through, more than halfway through uh, 2023 uh, and closing in on 2024 rapidly. And finally, Jake Tapper admits what most of us have known for a long time. My friend... Matt Margolis at uh, PJ Media, I once slept on his sofa in Buffalo <laughs> covering the uh, primary in New York back in mm. 2009. But Matt Margolis at PJ uh, Media, is, in talking about the, the latest uh, revelation in the Joe Biden scandal, uh, uses the phrase smoking gun about the uh, documentation of bribes from Burisma being the reason Joe Biden got a Ukraine prosecutor fired. And when, it, yeah, I mean, it's not just smoking gun. There's empty shell cases all around. too. Yeah. 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 And he's covered in GSR. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, as I said, we, how many more smoking guns do we need? We have a whole pile of smoking guns, all of them covered with Joe Biden's fingerprints. This is mm -hmm. an open and shut case. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but it got Trump impeached for asking the Ukrainians to investigate it. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 he right. got impeached for asking the, for asking. Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden's corruption. If that's not mm -hmm. the, the, the most sick thing. Uh, but anyways, but here's the thing is that Jake Tapper understands this. Okay, yeah. Jake Tapper is not a stupid person. Oh, he's known it for since day zero. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knew yeah. Joe was guilty. Well, anyways, the headline yeah. at Ace of Spades, State <laughs> Department memos, disprove the cover story Biden and the Democrats have been telling about Ukraine's corruption. Now, what they what this is about is that they have claimed that the the prosecutor who was investigating Burisma was himself uh, corrupt. And so that's why he had to be fired. But the uh, State Department documents uh, don't give any indication of that. And as a matter of fact, uh, they felt that uh, Ukraine, uh, with this prosecutor, what's his Shokin? Is that his name? Uh, was yes. Yeah, was so making Victor Shokin. 
yes, was making sufficient progress uh, mm-hmm. that the funding, which Biden famously boasted he threatened to cut off, that the funding should have been continued State Department recommendation. Okay, so this cover story. And, and, and that's really interesting yep. because uh, Poroshenko, who was the president back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, was a Russian puppet. Uh, yeah, and uh, but also favored by another faction in the uh, State Department. So there's a yes. lot of stuff going on here. Yeah. Anyways, but the a great number of things. My point being that Jake Tapper always knew mm-hmm. that Trump was right about this. It's not a, a sudden revelation. He's being dishonest about it. Well, oh, and the of other, course. Well, the other thing is that there appears to be a tie between people like the Chalupa sisters and yeah. uh, the Venmans and uh, other people we know in the Washington, <laughs> D.C. area with ties to Ukraine to this whole bunch. So I use the famous uh, Doonesbury, uh, <laughs> Doonesbury sketch with megaphone mark uh, declaring, that's guilty, 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 guilty. And that's from back during the Watergate, yeah. uh, Watergate trial when he was speaking of uh, former Attorney General John. Oh, oh. Yep. Well, anyway, speaking of guilt, the guilty or uh, the ones we're supposed to uh, believe are guilty, but um, because that would—that's what the current narrative says. Um, mm-hmm. I've been Trump, Trump, I've been, Trump. <laughs> I've been subjected to both frivolous civil suits. You were been. Uh, uh, a defendant, co-defendant, and, yeah. You've been a co-defendant in two of the eight, mm-hmm. and uh, false criminal charges myself. Uh, so people should not be particularly surprised that I oppose what's being done to Donald Trump. However, yeah. Mm-hmm. However, my being opposed to illegal and unconstitutional acts by one set of politicians doesn't mean I support another set of politicians. And Correct. Certainly doesn't, certainly doesn't mean that I support Trump for re-election. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, on the other hand, we do, looks like we're going to have an interesting palette uh, to start with anyway, with uh, the oh. Republicans. Um, I fired up Rumble that uh, night last week. What is Rumble? Rumble is uh, a... a a service that is available that's essentially competitive with YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh, sort of, uh, and uh, it is owned by a, a group of uh, people that includes folks like Dan Bongino. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Dave Rubin. Anyway, um, uh, I fired up Rumble and watched the panel discussion, masquerading <laughs> as a debate, and um, I. I that night, I put my, out my hot take, and it was Hutchison came in dead last, uh, <laughs> at least from my point of view. But he was only slightly behind Bergam, the governor of North Dakota. And neither of the candidates from South Carolina, uh, not Scott, not Haley, either one, mm-hmm. and nor Pence convinced me that they understood the nature of the fundamental changes that have to be imposed to rein in the bureaucracy. Christie, Christie surprised me. Um, uh, I, didn't, 
I didn't think he did I've that. watched him speak. I've watched him speak. He can be very persuasive. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's a litigator. <clears throat> yeah. You know, he's, he, and, and it was like he was arguing in front of an unfriendly jury. Mm-hmm. Okay? But that's the problem. The Republican Party is an unfriendly jury for him. Uh, mm -hmm. Then you got Ramaswamy. Um, and he struck me as a guy who understands that something's broke. And mm -hmm. he wants to try to understand the core nature and causes of the problems we're dealing with. And he's identified problems to solve, but I don't think he's identified the most important ones. And I'm pretty sure that he doesn't have a handle on practical real world. We can actually accomplish solutions. So that leaves me with DeSantis. Mm -hmm. now, I'd like well, I like what DeSantis has done in Florida, uh, but I'm not sure he's got the skills to sell the thing, the, well, sell himself nationwide. What I really would like to see is somebody with DeSantis' record and Reagan's campaigning style. Well, sadly, that uh, paragon of all the virtues does not exist. Yes, I know, but that's what I'm looking for. Uh, I know. So, um, you know, I mean, is it. What I'm really looking forward uh, to is the whole thing being over and it being 2025. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, and, and I will point out that I voted against Hillary Clinton in 2016, and I voted against um, Biden in 2020, hmm. and I had to vote for Trump in order to do that. But he's <laughs> never been my candidate of choice in mm. any primary or general election. I understand. So that's where I am now. What did you th think about the debate? Well, I didn't watch it. Um, uh, I, I wasn't going to watch the network that fired Tucker Carlson for any reason. That's the reason why I watched it on Rumble. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, uh, but mm. the, the, my whole point, I didn't even realize that you had watched it until... Uh, <laughs> After I had posted my, uh, I, I put up a, he a post with the headline, did anybody watch the debate? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, that the ratings weren't uh, very exciting. But then the next they day. 12, they had about 12 million. Then on Friday, I put up a post called uh, Debate Aftermath, the Media React, uh, which was mainly a stack of headlines. I'm going to read them in order. Chris Christie hit with lots of booze after GOP debate introduction. That's Fox News. <laughs> the winners and losers from the first Republican debate. That's the Washington Post. The most unsettling presidential debate spectacle ever from Talking Points Memo. Seriously? Climate, climate change agenda is a hope says surging GOP candidate at debate. That's Rolling Stone. David Brooks of the New York Times headline, Nikki Haley is the best Trump alternative. Yeah, oh, Lord. Means, yeah, yeah, yeah. David Brooks. David fucking Brooks, as I like to call well, maybe, him. Maybe he likes the... Uh uh, crease in her pants. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, and, yeah. And then the expert, the expert Tom Nichols, and everybody oh, knows Tom Nichols is the expert at the Atlantic, 
as they headlined the GOP's dispiriting display. Oh. And then from the left wing, what used to be the Manchester Guardian, <laughs> uh, but the, the Labour Party paper in, uh, uh, in England, Vivek Ramaswamy is America's demagogue in waiting. And uh, you, you notice that uh, two of those stories uh, took aim at Vivek Ramaswamy in particular. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the fact that liberals are freaking out over Vivek Ramaswamy suggests that he won the debate. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, I think the kitty's uh, chewing on the mic. I have been fending him off of every possible cord. I just been, he's been grabbing at my phone. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. He's help. Well, anyways, uh, meanwhile, back at the debate, uh, um, you, the, because everyone's now attacking Ramaswamy, uh, you know that he must have done well. And by the same token, the obverse of the same token, you know that Asa Hutchinson has no chance of winning because <laughs> the media never say anything bad about him. Um, oh. And, and I, I go through... Uh, the Do they even write about him at all? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I remind the readers of the 20, of, of what happened in uh, 2019 when the uh, liberal media spent most of that year acting as uh, cheerleaders for Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris. And oh. my insight as to what they were thinking was that they, they, they had to have a woman candidate because of the Women's March, all those pink pussy cat. Uh, well, and wearers. it was stolen from Hillary in 2016. Oh, yes. And so, therefore, they had to nominate a woman. And that <laughs> went over like a lead balloon because uh, Kamala... Uh, quit the race before they ever got to Iowa. Well, she got uh, just absolutely uh, gutted uh, by uh, another candidate, a woman, by the way. Yes. Yeah. The, Otherwise the, known the as one from Minnesota. No. No. The one you accused me, uh, me Tulsi of, Tulsi uh, Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> you know, okay. Uh, well, uh, you know. I, 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 the one that Hillary said is a Russian agent. Oh, yeah, which okay. just but, absolutely yeah. just still to this day has me going, you know, I'm sorry. I'd probably go over to her house, ring her bell and say, excuse me, can we talk? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyways, anyways, but the, um, uh, but they pumped up uh, Kamala and uh, Elizabeth Warren and that, that flopped. And then they came to that, <laughs> Panic moment, which I clearly remember in early 2020, <laughs> when it looked like Bernie Sanders might win the nomination. And uh, that's when James Carville was all over cable TV saying that they must rally around Joe Biden. And sure enough, the Democratic voters followed orders. And that's how we got here. Well, you see, uh, Bernie uh, is a useful vote in the Senate, but he's not really a member of the inner party. And they, they, they couldn't have him. <laughs> well, anyways, but they thought he was going to lose. And so, so this fact of the media acting as Democratic Party uh, cheerleaders, it means that whatever they say, we have to do the opposite. Okay. And so if they want us to pay attention to a bunch of losers like Asa Hutchinson and Chris Christie, this means 
that we should ignore those clowns because the media are our enemy. But well, there, there, there's something, though, that you need to look uh, at as you look across the bios of uh, each uh, one of the candidates up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many of them have been or are governors? Let's see. Asa Hutchinson, Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, uh, Bag- Bagram or whatever Bergum, his name is. Bergum. 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 Yeah. All, yeah. Basically Lots all of them. Lots of governors. All of them except Ramaswamy. So it, it, right. Uh, the Republican- uh, and uh, Tim Scott. Tim, Tim Scott and, and Tim Scott. So basically the Republicans are putting a field out of people who actually know how to run something and have been mm-hmm. credibly successful at it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Ramaswamy has also done that, although mm-hmm. not at the kind of scale of running a state. No. So, um, you know, if, if you, that's, that's the reason why I think the Republicans, if they get the right uh, guy or gal out there who can say, yeah, I've done this before in uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, South Carolina, Tennessee, who pick up a place that's got a Republican governor, uh, you know, and or Florida, uh, you know, it, the, it, the Republicans can say, look, we have a, 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 somebody here who has been successful Maybe you ought to try somebody who's been successful for a change. <laughs> you know, because I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, well, no. Look at look at. I mean, when was the last time uh, uh, that we had you know candidates who had been successful at scale? And and the answer is, yeah, they 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 didn't all make the cut as president, but Ronald Reagan probably. Uh, you know, uh, sure did. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think much of uh, of W or Clinton, but you know. But they'd each run a state. Yeah. Right. But you know, well, and and yeah, and so and and Eisen Eisenhower ran uh, the invasion of Europe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ran something pretty much equivalent to the size of running a major state. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you right, okay. So I mean, you know. Look at, you know, look at real successful uh, presidents in, of the last uh, uh, two or three generations. And, you know, people who actually know how to run stuff generally wind up doing better than someone who's just been a senator. Mm. Uh, John like Kennedy. Uh, I believe that uh, I be- do believe Johnson, that Johnson, Johnson was never, he was only a never a governor, right? Yes. Uh, the only other, the, uh, he only had. Uh, what about three, Truman? Was, aside from being a Marine, Truman was not a Marine. He was in the Missouri National Guard and was an artillery officer during the first. Oh, that's World right. War. That's right. Then he, then he was a businessman. Then he ran uh, uh, the uh, Kansas City, Missouri, which at least was a major city, and then uh, he became a, a senator. Okay. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, and, and Roosevelt, at least, Roosevelt uh, did two terms as governor of New York. That is true. And, and right. So, you know, there's some, there's some real there's some real advantage to hiring somebody with experience doing the kind of job you're looking for. This is true. And but on the other hand, 
then you there's got, a well, there's a really good argument to be made for keeping a really firm eye on the crazy people. That's true. On the but the, the but on the other hand, <laughs> stop and think about it. The the most likely person we can that people will think of as Biden's replacement is the governor of California. Mm. Oh no 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 no! The you governor have to of Michigan. No. no. No, I'm sorry, but Governor Hair Gel needs to be dropped in the Pacific. Uh, somewhere <laughs> where it's relatively shallow, where you can swim to shore. But just no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Um, uh, here's Let me give you an illustration of just how bad Gavin Newsom is. Um, on, New Year's, on New Year's Eve in, I'm not quite sure what year, 2011? 2012, um, the uh, Hasty uh, Pudding uh, singers were visiting San Francisco and they were at a house party in the city. Um, and um, they did their, but they had somehow or other annoyed some young man at the party. And uh, the young man and some of his friends jumped the, the one of the singers after the party and kicked him practically half to death, broke his jaw. A singer, they broke his jaw. And um, Gavin was like, oh, but there was underage drinking, rather than saying, excuse me, um, but the people who did this beating need to go to jail. It was like, oh, I'm concerned about the underage drinking. That's one of the things about Gavin. Gavin, um, when two gardeners uh, retired from the uh, public works department, didn't replace them. Instead, he hired yet another cute blonde aide. Um, do not, under any circumstances whatsoever, elect Gavin Newsom to anything. <laughs> uh, yes, not even dog killer. All any, right. But anyway. Sorry. Uh, anyway, if what I wound up with uh, uh, was a, about Gavin, uh, uh, an, an are you pondering what I'm pondering that went, I think so, brain, but if all the comp competition is like what was on the stage in Milwaukee, why haven't we taken over the world yet? Anyway. <laughs> in the brain. Yes. Uh, on the other hand, well, one of them, one of them's a genius. The other is insane. the other's insane. <laughs> and speaking of crazy people, I've heard rumors that some of them can be dangerous. Yes, crazy people are dangerous. Uh, the headline for the forty-sixth time on my blog, and uh, <laughs> it, it involves a woman named Portia Odafuwa. Okay, I think I've got that right, Portia Odafuwa. Odafuwa. What an interesting Fua, And the report comes from uh, CBS uh, News, uh, KTVT in and Dallas. And it was not written by somebody who knows the law in Texas. Portia Odafua, 39, was found not guilty by reason of insanity for the mm. July 25th, 2022 shooting at Dallas Love Field Airport. Dallas County Judge Stephanie Huff issued her judgment August 14th, stating Odafua didn't place any officers in imminent danger during the shooting, but was insane when she fired several rounds into the air by 
the Southwest ticketing counter area that day. Police said witnesses heard Odafua rambling about marriage and incarceration and blowing up the airport before she began <laughs> shooting. Uh, she was injured in the incident. Yeah, said the cop shot her in the leg. Mm. Um, uh, damn, center mass, boy, center mass. Anyways, but meanwhile, Odafua, you're, you're going to be shocked by this, has a history of being deemed <laughs> incompetent to stand trial on prior criminal charges due to mental health issues. Uh, she was initially charged with aggravated assault against a public servant. And then the next sentence in that uh, NBC report is wrong. <sighs> The gun she used in the shooting wasn't registered to her since she was not. prohibited from possessing a firearm. Uh, because firearms are not registered at all in Texas. Mm. Okay, it, <laughs> it wasn't her gun. She yeah. doesn't own it. Okay, right. that's but, the but, point. There, no, it wasn't registered to anybody in okay. Texas. Okay, well, anyways. Odafua, well, this is an example of a reporter who doesn't know material she's covered. Odafua tried twice in 2016 to buy a firearm from a pawn shop, yeah. according to Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia, but was denied due to an outstanding traffic warrant in New Mexico. She was previously arrested in April 2019 mm. in connection to a Bank of America robbery in Wiley, Texas. Police said she gave a note to the teller demanding money, then fled on foot, but was eventually caught. Also, the same year, she was arrested in connection to arson. Mm. Uh, but ah, in arson. all of these ah. cases, in all of these cases, she was ruled incompetent to stand trial. And mm. and the fact that the judge is turning her loose, I'm just saying. I know. I mean, what about public safety, ma'am? Um. <laughs> But anyways, but if she is non copus mentis, a Latin phrase meaning cuckoo for coca puffs, <laughs> shouldn't she be locked up in a psychiatric ward somewhere? Oh, anyways, yeah. but I Definitely. hear the, the boogie woogie music tells me we're nearing the end of the hour. So uh, thank you for joining us, Diana. Anytime. And we'll see you both next week. 7 o'clock next Saturday night as usual. Good night, Stacey. Good night, Bye, y'all. Good night. Good night.